Von Schmidt, like a runaway beer truck down the sidelines. Greer lobs it in the air. Oh, what a catch, Gary Jennings. Touchdown, West Virginia. Left, still running back there, plenty of time. And now the clock down to 15. He throws in the end zone. It's intercepted by Brian King. Brian King intercepted the football with 12 seconds to go. The West Virginia Mountaineers have shocked the number 12-rated Hokies of Virginia Tech. Pat White under center, takes the snap, takes a knee, and Georgia is defenseless. The West Virginia University Mountaineers have come into Atlanta, Georgia, and they have captured the 72nd Sugar Bowl with an incredible 38-35 victory over the Georgia Bulldogs. It is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. Welcome back to the Friday edition of The Final Drive. I am your host, Jake Thomas, uh, and I'm joined by Hank. Hank, how you doing? I'm all right. How are you on this beautiful Friday? Good. Uh, ready to watch some football, drink some beer. Uh, it's a nice fall weather. So uh, for this episode, we will be bringing you our locks. Um, as we didn't drop the last week's test episode. So this is the first time you're, you'll be hearing our picks. Uh, the rest of the week, you will get the pregame and postgame for West Virginia football. But here's where we will take a trip around the nation give you five picks for college each and five picks for the nfl and then we'll give you combination parlay to try to win you some money this weekend so uh, with that being said hank you ready to lock it up yes i am all right well, i will let you take the first honors then and uh take us to our first college game my first one and the easiest one of the weekend is North Carolina covering 13 and a half over Florida State. Again, I said it last week, I believe, and I'll say it again. Florida State is the worst Division One football program on the planet right now. UNC is rolling. I didn't like that the defense gave up 45 points to Virginia Tech, but that's a better, better team than they've played all year, and Florida State just doesn't have it right now. So watch North Carolina to win big. Saturday night. I actually i I looked at that game for quite a while. Uh, Florida State actually gave Notre Dame a good handle last week for for a while in that game. And Jordan Travis, I think now that they're letting him throw the football, I know talking to a Florida State uh, fan that I know he he said that Jordan Travis was never allowed to throw the football any of the time that he saw the field. Uh, last year and the beginning of this year, they're starting to open him up a little bit. So I actually looked at the UNC Florida State over at what that total is, but it, um, I almost put it on my uh, on my pick, but I just left it off. Yeah, um, I think Notre Dame probably shot themselves in the foot more than Florida State stayed in that one. I know they gave them the ball in their own territory twice in that first half, but. I still think that Florida State's going to play better throughout the year, but they're just not good. Yeah, so I I like that pick. Um, we'll see how that goes. Uh, Florida State, I, there's no excuse for them being as bad as they are, but no. they just can't figure anything out. 
So seven years removed from a national title and they're still this bad. Yep. That, that's, that's a crazy thing to think about seven years. So uh, for my first pick, I'm actually going to stay in the ACC as well. I'm going to go with the late game. Uh, Boston college. I I've seen them a few times and I've, uh, I like what they have. I think that Virginia Tech is still going to win that game, but I think that it's going to be a back-and-forth battle. And I don't like Virginia Tech to cover, but I think that Virginia Tech and Boston College, their defenses are going to shine, and they're going to stay under 62.5. I think that's too many points for that game. I think that's a safe bet because I'm not sure how many Tech players are still out, but they were still down 15 last week, and I wasn't. I know I gave that as a lock, but I wasn't sure how many were going to play, and I'm not sure anyone knows until game day, to be honest. It was 23, yeah. then 21, then 15, so hopefully uh, think, it gets a little bit better. But I think a few of their – I think I heard that a few defensive players are going to be back. I think a few of those corners that were out, because they're missing a bunch of corners. So I think a few of them are back, and that should help. The defense, I, I think 62 and a half is just a lot of points. I, I don't see both teams getting into the 30s. I feel like this game right. is going to be maybe a 28-21 battle. So I should, I feel pretty comfortable about that. Yeah, I agree. That's that's a lot of points for teams that, I mean, they haven't really put up many, many points. I know Virginia Tech had that big outing against UNC, but that was pretty much playing catch up the whole time. Uh, Boston College hasn't scored over 30, except for last week, and that was overtime. So, yeah, I guess Tech's put up over 30 every game, but I, uh, I like it. They haven't played a defense to Boston College caliber yet either. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I think Virginia Tech, uh, their defense is going to earth some things at uh, Jerkovic that he's not going to, he hasn't seen before. So, I think this will be a learning experience game for him. Mm. I like that. Um, my second one, I'll go down to the SEC, and I will take the A&M Mississippi State over 54. I I think these are two porous defenses, and I think that line got uh, pushed down just because of Mississippi State's two-point outing last week, and I just don't see that happening twice to Mike Leach. Leach will find something to get some offense going there. He's done it everywhere he's been. Yeah, 54 I, with both of those offenses and how bad both of the defenses are. I like that. Uh, I, I like that pick too. I would like to see what Mike Leach's stats are after a game where he scored single-digit points because I would expect that he's going to come back and I feel like he's been hard on them this week and they're going to come back and put up a bunch of points early. Right. That's exactly what I'm betting on so for my next pick i'm gonna stay in the acc uh for my first pick and best team in the conference going up against even though they're a better team than what some expected them to be i think clemson rolls and i i get it right at a football number 27 and a half i i think they roll and win this one pretty easily uh, there, there's not much to say about clemson uh, they are what they are. They haven't actually put up the best performances so far. I think they need a game on their schedule uh, or on their resume, rather, that it's one of those blowout wins that you really look back and remember. So I, I expect them to get 
maybe up into the 50s, and I don't really expect Georgia Tech to be able to score keeping up with them. Uh, that one's a tough one for me just because it seems Clemson Clemson does their dirty work in the first half and then just cruises in the second. So with that being that high of a number, I know Clemson's fully capable of beating them by 28 points, but I don't know if that goes into halftime at 35-3 to three or something, if the backups give up a couple touchdowns late and it's still like a 24-point game or something like that, that it was – steadily in Clemson's hands like that's the only thing that worries me because every single game I'm not sure Trevor Lawrence has played much in the fourth quarter this year yeah that, that does make me a little nervous but I I pretty much I, I'm giving out full game picks uh on here at least I'm going to try to stick with that but I I probably will sprinkle some on the first half spread I think that's yeah, the safer sure. pick for people but uh, I don't know how much you want to dive into first halves and different things like that. It gets hairy. Yeah. Understand. It's fully doable. It's a. It it might be close to that spread. Not really a close game, but it might be close to that spread. That's the only thing that worries me. But you can't really bet against Clemson. They are the best best team in the country. For my third one, I'm gonna take the Texas State money line. Because uh, right now they are three-point underdogs. And I just don't think... They, they've played a lot of close games. They lost to BC by three. Uh, they did lose by 20 to Troy last week. But I think Troy's a pretty decent program. Uh, South Alabama just hasn't played well this year. And Spavitals had that Texas State team playing hard. They might not be the most talented team. But I just think... With uh, South Alabama having a one and two record against a softer schedule, that Texas State runs with this one. Yeah, I I like that pick. Um, I was actually listening to the Cover Three podcast. Uh, they do locks on Thursdays, and I listened to that yesterday. And one of them had Texas State money line. It, it's pretty much a principal play that when one of the worst teams of the con- in the country is favored, I just don't feel comfortable. Uh, taking that and uh, who are they playing? South Alabama. Yeah, South Alabama. They they are very bad. Should never be favored in a game. So I I like that. We've seen what Spavadol can do. I, I think that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, if you play that by the NFL rule, that's basically a dead even thing with uh, South Alabama getting three points at home. That's pretty much how NFL starts, home team gets three three points. So yeah. you pretty much got an even money line there. But I'll take the Texas State outright. For my next pick, I'm actually going with one of the Friday night games. So I'll, we'll try to get this out before this game kicks off. But Houston, our boy Dana Holgerson, he, his team's only played one game so far. They're going up. Uh, BYU comes into town. BYU's looked good. They're four and zero. They haven't played much of competition, but like you said, Troy's a better team. Uh, they've beat Navy pretty handedly. Uh, I'm going to take BYU minus four and a half tonight. I got that one at minus five, and that was one of my locks. So I agree with you on that one. I think BYU is just the superior team. I don't think Houston's ready to go yet. They they did too many things against Tulane that 
turnovers and just stupid mistakes. They haven't played much football. Um, BYU wasn't a team that had any COVID cases, were they? No, uh, not that I, not that I've heard. Okay, I didn't think so, but that would be the only thing that worries me with that. I think that five point line is way under what it should be. Well, it um, now that you say that, I'm pretty sure it opened at a lot more. I, I think I've got it opening at four and a half right here. It opened this week at four and a half. Yeah, and I've got mine's only up to five. Okay, so that uh, maybe that was a different game I was looking at, but it, somebody somebody opened up as big favorites, and then they came back because I think they had a few like four or five COVID tests. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I haven't I'm heard anything for them. Yeah, yeah. I guess since you since you have them as well, I guess I'll go again because that that gives you four. Um, so I'm going to go with the big game of the week, Bama and Georgia. I, these games, I mean, it's two of the best teams in the country. I think it can go either way, but if you're giving me three and a half points or Bama to only win by three and a half points, I like that. I I think they're going to, I think they're going to take this one in the fourth quarter and run away with a little bit. I I could see them winning by 10 to 14 points. So I, I'm going to take I like that. <clears throat> I don't think the Georgia offense is quite there yet. The defense is, but I don't think the Georgia offense has ever matched quite what the what they need to be to really win these big games. They are a top 5 team, but they don't have an offense good enough to win the biggest games that they need to. You're right. I think I think that would be different if JT Daniels was playing. Stetson Bennett hasn't been bad by any means, but he hasn't played in this type of game against been a, a good game uh, manager. Yeah, so I don't think he's going to be able to do enough. I think this game could be close for most of the game, but I could see I see Bama running away with it in the fourth quarter. Yeah, I. I could see that too. I stayed away from it just because of the Saban thing. Not sure if he's going to be on the sideline or not, but I, I don't I think, think it's an, that big of a deal. But, but with that knows. coaching staff that he's built, there's enough former head coaches on that sideline that it shouldn't make. Uh, Saban is a great coach, but I think there's enough guys there that they can get the job done. Yeah. So for my final one, and hopefully you do this quick because I picked the game tonight, SMU minus 6.5 against Tulane. I don't think Tulane's that good. Um, SMU's 4-0 on a roll, and I just that they can score. I'm not sure Tulane can keep up scoring-wise. Yeah, uh, I agree. I, I almost threw that on. Um. Uh, I I didn't want to have two Friday games on, so I, I searched for another game that I liked, but I, I agree with that. But I don't see SMU letting them stick around. No, that, that's just that's what SMU does. They blow teams out. So Simple as that. I expect it to continue, especially with Tulane playing pretty much a soft schedule, and they only beat South Alabama by three. So. 
for my last pick, I'm going to go with a little bit of an oddball game that the line just jumped out at me as I was scrolling down through. But Navy takes on East Carolina, and the don't I'm not it. sure I'm not sure why, but I'm going to take the I don't know why the number is where it's at. Um, I'm going to take the under 55 and a half. Okay, I thought you were going to pick against our military. Nope, uh, I I would never do that. I support our troops. So I, I I would expect them to win this game, but I just don't think uh, 55 and a half seems like a lot of points for that game. I, I don't think either team is going to put up all uh, too many points. It does. It is a bigger bigger line for a team like Navy. Um, I guess it just depends what East Carolina does offensively. If they're going to throw the ball, it could get up there, depending how bad they are defensively. They don't seem to be very good on the defensive side of the ball. But um, who did they play right there on that Georgia State? So uh, it could, but if Navy controls the clock, I, I expect it to go under. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm hoping for, that they just run it's a lot of clock. It's hard to keep Navy. Yeah, it's hard to keep Navy from controlling that clock, too. Yeah. So. So, so with that, that's our – those are our college picks, and I guess we can move on to the NFL if you want to give your first NFL pick. My first one's going to be Tennessee minus three and a half. I don't care how long they had to rest. I know they just played Tuesday night, but they look good. They run the damn ball. <laughs> and I I think the two weeks off isn't going to make that big of a difference, especially against a lowly Texans team. I, I don't think they're that good. They got an easy win last week, but yeah, that, I expect I, I Tennessee agree. to roll. I agree with that. The, the Texans just, they look bad. Even uh, they won last week, but overall this season uh, they haven't put up much of a fight. What what do you what's your opinion on Deshaun Watson uh, after uh, we're a few years in now? I know he was compared as like the second best quarterback in Mahomes draft, but he just doesn't seem he hasn't gotten any better. I know his team is struggling as well, but he hasn't been the dominant quarterback that. I think a lot of people expected from him. Uh, I don't think he has any help. I I think that's the issue. I mean, when you trade away um, DeAndre Hopkins, that offensive line already sucks. I, I think he gets nicked up. He takes shots. He he stands in there as long as he can. I think he's one of the toughest quarterbacks in the NFL. Um, it's hard. It's going to be hard to see growth, especially behind a terrible, terrible team like that. But. I think he is still a – he's a top 10 quarterback. I wouldn't put him up there in that top five-ish category, but he's yeah, a solid, uh, solid guy. Makes sense. Uh, so The big hype was on the the potential of him because of how well he played for a rookie. And while you're right, maybe stats don't show that he's improved. That team has completely been dismantled since he was a rookie, so – if his stats stay the same, which I believe they have stayed around the same, that's still improvement in my eyes because with a lower team, you should probably have lower stats. Yeah, uh, that makes sense. 
So for my first pick, I'm going to stay in the hometown. I think that uh, there's been a lot of hype this week for the rivalry game, or that's what you want to call it, but I, I'm going to take Steelers minus four against the Browns. Division games scare me. I never pick against or never pick teams that I like. I'll never pick games on that or make the actual bets for it, but it's not a rivalry game as much as they want to make it up to be. It's not, and we see it from the Browns every year. They come and play a real team, and they can't perform. So my second pick, this one's going to be short and sweet. We got the Vikings minus four. They play the Falcons. That's all I got to say. We we actually have a battle there. I I actually uh, think I'm just trying to make up for weeks past. I keep betting on the Falcons because I keep saying that the amount of talent that they have on the offensive side, they have to get a win one of these times. So uh, I don't even know if they'll win this game, but four points, I'm hoping against a Vikings team that's without Dalvin Cook. They at least keep it within a field goal. I think that defense is too bad, whether Dalvin Cook's playing or um, I forget the other guy's name, but if he's in there, he played well last week against Seahawks. I know they have a bad defense, but it's just as bad as the Falcons. Yeah, I I think that's just a a chaser pick that I think I've bet on the Falcons every single week. They've uh, they've been my team that has just I can't get on the right side of. And eventually they got to win. Yep. <laughs> I think. I guess they don't have to. But... They don't have to, but uh, I mean, we've seen the, the teams that go 0-16 or have very, very bad seasons. You, you don't see many of them with an offense like Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, all these guys. They have to, one of these times, just put up enough points to make up for that bad defense. Yeah. Mm. For my third one, I will take the toilet bowl game of the week in the Washington football team and the New York Giants. I'll take the over 43 there. I think just terrible football will lead to some points. Actually, I I like that pick. I'm actually, I have a pick for that game as well. I'd like to get your opinion on it. I have the Washington football team plus two and a half points. If anyone can do it, if anyone can win that game, I wouldn't. I I wouldn't be shocked if no one won the game somehow. But <laughs> I would pick the football team over the Giants just because. I mean, Rivera is a better coach right now that I can tell. You got basically the Giants' only offensive threat was Saquon Barkley, and he's not playing. So you got to their leading guy. The only. Uh, that's caught a touchdown pass so far them, for them this season is Darius Slayton. So he has been right. really the only player to make plays on offense. And the defense on the Washington side is really not that bad. Uh, that's what I, that's why I kind of like the pick. Um, the only team's offense that is worse than the Redskins statistically is the Giants. Football team. Or, yeah, you, you caught me. <laughs> So, I, I mean, it, it favors the, the or the football team than rather than the Giants if you're picking the game. But I think 
I like that pick, and I like terrible football going over. It's fun to just root for points in a terrible football game. Yep, uh, I agree with that. So that was your third pick? Yep. All right, my fourth pick's going to be Green Bay minus one going to Tampa. I I just don't think Tampa's got it figured out yet. The Tampa Bay Gronkineers. I don't think they have it figured out yet, and I think Aaron Rodgers is on a heater. The the Packers look good. I I agree. Aaron Rodgers has been on fire. That is actually my fourth pick as well. We we're very similar here in uh, in the NFL picks. Yeah, we're on I just the same don't. Page. The the Bucks will keep it close, but basically with a one point spread, you're just betting that Green Bay wins. Obviously, you are. I don't know why they even make a one point spread because you're basically betting the money line. It, the only reason would be to get a push if the Packers were to win by one. Yeah, so I I think they'll win. So, And the odds of them winning by one much outweigh the odds of them winning by anything else. I'll take the field on the point spread there. So now we're down to our final pick. Yep, and I have the Arizona... Dallas over 54 and a half. I don't, obviously the Dallas defense is terrible. Arizona can put up points and I don't think that that Dallas offense will have much of a hiccup with Andy Dalton being the backup. He's got experience. I mean, they probably won't score as much as they did. He's not Dak, not taking anything away from Dak, but I think they're still capable of putting up their share of the points. They'll miss Dak, but I agree that Andy Dalton has enough experience that uh, they should be able to at least get into the 20s. And I think Kyler Murray tears up that Dallas defense. Yeah. So for my final pick, I'm going with the Chicago Bears and Carolina Panthers over 44 and a half. I think the the total's kind of low. The Panthers put up a... Uh, how many points did they... They put up 23 points last week at, they put up over 30 a couple times. And I think the Bears with Nick Foles, he, he hasn't looked the best, but I think he has the talent to go out and score some points too. So I think this game can get over that total pretty easily. I would expect high 20s, low 30s for that game. That that line or that point total there I think is probably dead on. That's the only thing that they're the thing that scares me with that is how good that Bears defense is. And Bridgewater can carve up a bad defense and he just game manages against a good defense, so that doesn't lead to many points. And I think that point total is about right on. So that that kinda scares me, but anything can happen. Yeah, I'll take forty five points. It can be right spot on and just get half a point over. I'll be happy with that. Wins a win. That'll work. So there we are for our picks for the week. We will post this hopefully here in a few hours. We're sitting here Friday afternoon at 4 o'clock, so we just have to beat the SME game. do the five-team parlay there? Oh, or the yeah, five-game parlay? I almost forgot about that. So let's see. We, have we agreed the on the Green Bay game. And then from there, we have some work to do. Well, we agreed on the BYU game also. Yep. So we'll add that in there. Um, I like that Texas State money line. I I think 
we need to put an underdog in there to win. That'll add up add up some money there in that parlay. Let's see what else. With that, I also like the football team outright, or not outright, but the plus two, or whatever you had it at minus two. I forget what you had. I had them at plus two and a half. Yeah, I'd take that. So one more, I would say Titans minus three and a half. I I like that pick. All right, we can do that one. All right. So do you have do you have one of the apps pulled up that we can see what uh, what we're working with here? Well, the issue with mine is that Bet Online AG has been cyber attacked. An aggressive cyber attack. I'll pull it up on mine to see what we have here. It'll just take me a second. So we have a five-team parlay. And we're looking at plus 2,932 for the odds. So, All right. Uh, Dollar bet gets you 21. Yeah. And that is just a recap. That is Texas State Moneyline, BYU to cover the spread, Tennessee Titans to cover the spread, Washington football team to cover the spread, and Green Bay Packers to cover the spread. So we are placing a bet on it right now. I just put it in. And you said plus 22,000 or plus 2,000 what? 2,932. Oh, nice. 29 bucks for a dollar bet. Yeah, uh, I'll take that. So we will be back on Sunday or Monday to recap the uh, West Virginia game. And then we will be back on Friday to go over these picks on how they did and then give you next week's locks. Thanks for listening. I You can find me on all platforms at JTZ4. And Hank, if you want to give out yours. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Hank underscore Naughton Jr. Not to be confused with Cal Naughton Jr. And Instagram at SteinMiller03. Be sure to stay tuned to the Sports Shift Media website for some exciting iRacing news coming shortly. Have a good weekend, guys. Shake and bake.